right, this is Reg Clay. This is the Yay. Usually I would have uh, Craig Dickerson or Norman G on, but they are busy. But this is the Yay where we talk about life in the theater and the theater of life. And I have a fantastic guest. I have Isabella and Gabriella Capozzi and Mom. <laughs> Ladies, how are you doing? Good. How great. You? How are you? That's fantastic. Miss Capozzi, how are you? I'm great, too. I'm yeah. so excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I was just so happy that, uh, that you know, I didn't want to just, um, you know, the, uh, to. It's, it's great to have a family uh, to come in and um, to talk about just theater and how. It's uh, sort of bonded you guys together. It's been fantastic working with you guys on stage. Thank you, too. Um, for those who don't know, we're doing Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. It's our last night, mm -hmm. so uh, this is the last time to come see uh, the show. And, of course, there will be a bunch of other shows at the Town Hall Theater, and we're going to promote the 75th anniversary coming up, the 75th showcase coming up. Yeah. Uh, which will be next year, mm -hmm. and all the ways that people can contribute or whatever. But also, we're going to talk about the Capozzi's and how <laughs> you guys are involved in, in theater and such. Mm -hmm. uh, usually when I have uh, my co-host with me, I ask how the week has been, but he's not here. How has the week been for you guys, uh, not only the show, but just life in general? Um, yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, we This was our first week of Young Rep, which is okay. our summer training program. Yeah, It's um, just a training program for young actors. It's like... An intensive summer camp, okay. which we do for six weeks. We start at nine and we end at four. Yeah, and um, then it's also our closing week for Women on the Verge. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Are you guys still in school, or is it summer break now? No, it's summer now. It's summer. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Um, Miss Capozzi, what's, what's your first name? I'm Maeva. Maeva Capozzi. Okay, I will definitely put that there. <laughs> and you are a teacher as well. Are, do you teach vocal? I teach. Uh, I'm a voice teacher. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I can tell how, you know, how you guys have your wonderful voices yeah. having mom there. Yeah. I, I, no, I think it's just wonderful. My dad uh, is a singer, mm -hmm. and I guess he sort of taught me everything that I know as well. Mm -hmm. So it's wonderful to have the family bond there. It is. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. We'll get, you know, a life history of, of all of you. And, and also, I'm really curious. We've had older people on the Yay and people who are veteran actors, and I think you guys are the youngest that we've had on the Yay. Oh. And I really wanted to get a perspective of what – Theater and life in general is like for a millennial, post-millennial. Do you guys consider yourself to be post-millennials? You know, yeah. there's, there's all these, these Generation X and, mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, there have been some current events that have been going on. I'll just go through some of them. And we don't need to get, you know, deep, deep, deep into politics. Mm -hmm. But there have been um, – there's just been a lot of um, – Oh, okay. So uh, a teen accused of a $9 million murder plot. That happened on Tuesday. Tinder, um, there have been robberies. People have been going on Tinder and going on dates and have been, you know, doing some crazy things. Mm -hmm. um, Facebook is issuing out its own currency. I don't know if you guys have heard about no, that. Really? They're doing a, it's sort of like Bitcoin, but now they're having their own little currency. I'm not even sure why people are doing <laughs> yeah. I think Facebook just wants to, you know, gather up some money or, yeah. or what have you. Yeah. It's a little crazy it's a little weird yeah. Yeah. and i'll just throw these things out if you guys have any comments mm -hmm. or whatever and um let's see an indian magician tried to duplicate um houdini and he wound up <laughs> he wound up dying um oh. <laughs> poor guy um let me ask you this question what do you think like, so there's this re-election you know, trump is launching his re-election and there have been 20 i think democrat candidates 
what is your perspective from from a teenager's perspective of what's happening in the world and in politics? I think you guys should have a voice. Yeah. You may not be able to vote, but still, mm-hmm. you, I'm sure you have some thoughts on it. Um, I I've seen so many students and people my age who have a strong opinion on politics, and yeah. I think it's a little weird because I think t- in order to be a voice in politics, I think you should be well educated. Yeah, and I think it's hard, especially when you're young, to be well educated and understand this i think it's interesting how our president has a twitter (laughs) account and technology how it's changed our world and Mm -hmm. i think it's just weird to see that yeah yeah that is interesting and it's funny you mentioned about um needing to be educated or whatever like i think about the parkland students Mm -hmm. and uh, emma gonzalez and you know there is they're basically the same age as you guys are and i'm sure if they had not been involved in the shooting you know um then they probably would have said, oh, you know, politics, I just want to be focused on my life. But now mm-hmm. they've become activists yeah. or whatever. But I hear what you're saying. You know, if you don't really know an awful lot, then – but it's nothing that is discussed among your peers or anything like that. Do you guys discuss what happens during um, – what happens in news? Yeah, not a lot. Um, yeah, I think that there are definitely some, like, groups of student students who are in um, law or um, – gov or like special classes like that sure. who yeah. are very um into like learning about this kind of stuff um i definitely hang out with like the theater geeks sure so, um most everything we talk about is just the shows that are going on and things like that so i think it's just that i'm not really up to date with no i know i hear you do you guys uh, do you uh, do you guys are taught when i was a kid there was civics class did you guys do you guys have civics no, we don't. So. Okay, okay. Ms. Capozzi, do you have any thoughts about what's happening today in the well, age of Trump? Well, I've, I've tried to stay out of it, honestly, because I I grew up in a very charged political environment <laughs> and oh, living in Berkeley. Sure. So um, at a young age, I just kind of decided that um, not to really talk about politics and religion. Like, those are kind of heated topics. And I just – I shied away from them starting at an early age. And I became kind of – not really caring about politics in the United States. And then I moved to um, Italy after college, and I just was like – that was at the time when um, Bush was coming in. W or George Herbert Walker? Um, the the uh, young Bush. Yeah, um, Bush Jr. No, 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 not, not young Bush, the old Bush. And okay. I think it was <coughs> – Before Clinton, right? Yeah, so I think it was um, – who was after Clinton? Bush? It was Bush. Bush okay, Jr. So, so, yeah, this w, is how w. not – this is probably why they are not yeah. <laughs> into politics because I'm so not yeah. into okay. politics. This is like the 2000s. But yeah, but the yeah. Italians were really, really interested in the American politics, and mm. they were very de- leaning on the Democratic yeah. side. So I just always tried – they would always try to engage me in conversations about it, and I always stayed out of it because I always felt like – don't talk about politics and don't talk about religion, especially in a different country. Like, keep my mouth shut and stay out of it. And that's kind of how I live my life. And, I mean, I have to say, honestly, I'm a really bad um, politician. I'm not into politics. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. It's it's perfectly fine. I I find that it's – you know, there's there's so much happening. And usually when a a president is elected and usually when um, policies are issued, it doesn't really affect us at all. But – I found lately it's affected so many people. Like, you know, we've had women on, and they've talked about Planned Parenthood and, and you know, what's mm-hmm. happening or whatever. And I'm always interested in seeing if at all it affects people's lives. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Sometimes life just goes on. So Yeah, I mean, honestly, everyone around us, it seems like politics does affect them. Yeah. Um, 
everyone their age and, and my age also. But I just try to stay. It's not one of my issues, I would say. Sure. Yeah. No, I totally understand. Well, let's get into a origin story. Uh, how did you guys get involved in theater? I should I should ask you. <laughs> now you spent some time in uh, Italy, right? Right. Yeah. Was uh, I think Berlusconi was he the president then or? Um, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about the bunga bunga, and there was all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff going on. But what drove you to Italy? I mean, what? Um, so what I'm Italian. Okay. My origins are Italian. Sure. And, um, so basically what happened was that I was in college and then I, I was studying music actually, that was mm-hmm. my major. And then um, I began to study Italian and okay. I became obsessed with it and because also my origins are Italian. Sure. So I went to were, the, you an, were you an opera singer by the way? Yeah, I was classical. Well, I was classical, I would say. Nice. I, I mean, I was studying opera, but I was mostly, I didn't get to the point where I was actually like a performer sure. of opera singing. But, sure. Um, but so I moved to Italy as um, a junior in college uh, during the abroad program, okay. and I just was so in love with Italy. And then when I um, graduated, I went back, mm-hmm. um, and I was able to stay there until I ran out of money, and then I had to come back home. Sure. And I would just work, 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 and then go back to Italy. Yeah. And that was kind of how I led my life. I actually didn't think I would ever stay in the United States and get married and um, have kids here. I always thought I would stay there and never mm. even come back. So now my kids are older, and I'm saying, I just told them this morning, I said, when you guys are gone and you are, like, married, I'm moving to Italy. I'm done. <laughs> I'm going back. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. But I guess there's something about Italy. Well, I've never been gone, but, you know, they, I've, I've heard wonderful, wonderful uh, stories just how magical it is. Have you ladies have gone? Yes, we went for the first time this summer. I mean, cool. last summer. We're going yeah. this summer again. Oh, that's yeah. why I know that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just another another life. Uh, how did um did uh, what was the first time you guys did theater? We were in a class at two. Okay. I think it was called the movie like magic program. You did <laughs> you did kids on stage, kids on camera, yeah. and then you did um a program through CCMT at the time. Uh-huh. Um, see, they were they were doing dance. Sure. And then they were doing yeah. um. And then I was training them vocally, but starting more when you were, like, seven. Yeah, when mm-hmm. we got a private vocal teacher. And then yeah. when we started dancing, we were two. So yeah. it's kind of always been there. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I was very intimidated by singing because my dad, my dad was a soul R&B singer, so especially cool. in the 70s. Yeah, his picture's right there. Oh, that is That's so, so cool. cool. And, uh, yeah, and, um, <laughs> but, you know, he was like, well, you know, do you want to sing? And I was like, oh, my God, I hate my voice. And, you know, compared to you or whatever. Did you guys go through that? Did you ever compare yourself with your mom? Like, um, I definitely, we definitely compared ourselves to each other. Yeah, okay. a lot. Um, it's like we both know that. And this um, is Gabriella speaking. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I'm Gianna. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, like, we would definitely. There's like kind of competition, but not really competition. It's just striving to be your best, and then realizing, oh, she has that. I better work on that. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah, and I think also in theater, we're, we look very different. We have different looks. We sure. are different ages. So sure. I think it's not always competition. It's more like, you know, like looking at each other and like knowing what we can work on. Yeah. In yeah. But when you were young, were you ever intimidated by, I guess, just listening? I mean, we're always very self-judgmental mm-hmm. as actors and as artists about, let's say, the voice and you know, as boys, you know, when we get to that age where our voice cracks, yeah. it's like, ugh, I don't want to hear myself, so the hell with it. Yeah. But you yeah. guys never went through with that. It sounds like you guys were always confident about your art. Yeah. I mean, 
I think that we always knew that we had a passion for it. Sure. And so th- I don't think it was more like a sense, oh, we should belittle each other. I think yeah. it was we should lift each other up and celebrate that's our passion. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miss Capozzi, I wanted to ask you, um, teaching kids, I know it's very, you have to be very careful teaching young children, especially boys, because if you push them too much, you know, like belting, you know, should be more of an, I guess, an adult thing because you don't want to stress the voice. Mm-hmm. But what what uh, parameters do you, if any, as far as teaching children about singing? Well, um, with children, you I just teach the fundamentals. Sure. So the breathing technique, um, flexibility in the voice, going mm-hmm. through the registers. So we don't actually work on belting Good. for kids. Yeah. Yeah. We. I mean, I I typically don't work on belting until they're like in middle school. Okay. But um. Yeah, I was interested in what the girls were saying about the competition because I always thought that would be something that would drive you away from each other. But um, but their voices are so different, and um, so I feel like they aren't competitive, and I'm so, so grateful for that um, because, uh, you know, I think that you see, you recognize each other's differences, and you're not you're not competitive or jealous of each other. So I'm so grateful for that. It is a wonderful thing. You know, I have a brother who is 14 years younger than I am, and we're both involved in music. And uh, his, of course, is very different. He's very into the hip-hop. And in D.C., they have a thing called go-go music, which comprises... African drums along with uh, R&B, which is very different from my generation. But every time I go home, you know, like he'll work on something and I'll show him something and he'll show me something Mm -hmm. that I'm doing. But music sort of brings us together. And Mm -hmm. seeing the both of you interact with each other, you guys, I mean, it's never, you know, sibling rivalry or whatever. (laughs) You guys have such a wonderful bond together. Has it always been that way? I'm sure you guys have some moments where it gets a little tense. Yeah, Yeah. we definitely get mad at each other Um, because we're around each other so often. Sure. We have, um, especially at school and stuff, because we're the only two high schoolers in our family. So we, and we go to the same school and we always, we're always around each other. Yeah. So of course, you know, when you're with someone for so much time in the day, you get mad at them. Yeah. But I think it's always petty stuff and we can yeah. we're mature enough to get over it you know i hear you but they at some point i i know this day is coming you're going to audition for the same musical and one of you is going to be cast and the other person's not so i i i'm worried about that day but well, i mean there is a there is a chance that that's going to happen well that has happened before you know in our careers mm-hmm. where i've been cast in a show and jonah hasn't i don't and which one well, yeah yes i don't think so in um christmas pageant i didn't audition well, yeah, um, but yeah, it we, is gonna happen. It's we, gonna happen one day. Yeah, and yeah. we have like a callback uh, Monday. Yeah, and we're both going for the same thing, the exact same role. I mean, yeah. So mm. it's it's you know, there's always gonna be a point where we are going for the same thing, but yeah, we know that we, especially musical theater, we have different looks, we have different voices, mm-hmm. we're different ages. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I know when I audition for musicals, usually. Maybe there's a role that I'm going after, but usually I just audition and just let the director just make the decision. Do you guys have that mentality, or is there a particular role you want? In other words, if you don't get the role, the hell with it. You're not doing it. Oh, no. Oh, good. No, that's, no, that's, no. that's good. You just have to yeah. go in hoping for the best. And yeah, we're happens. honestly fine with any role <laughs> because um, now that we're doing, like, main stages rather than um, children's Pay theater, play. Mm-hmm. Um, we – like we're grateful for any show that we can get yeah. into because yeah. it's building up our resume, it's mm-hmm. getting us recognition. Mm-hmm. So, 
ensemble, great. Um, a lead role, amazing too. It's but an like honor. It's anything. Yeah. yeah, anything is an honor. Yeah. That's fantastic. You know, when I was a kid, I started out in the church where, you know, like I would have to recite verses or whatever. And the church that I was in was really, really big. So it gave me the exposure of being in front of a big audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I never had stage fright. And, you know, it just never really occurred to me. How about the two of you? Did you guys have to fight? Oh, my God, I'm in front of a big audience or something like that. I think the only time I get stage fright, I think, is when I'm in, like, lead roles and it's in front of, honestly, like, my school Hmm. because I know, like, people in my grade are coming to see Mm -hmm. it and, like, people in my classes and they're going to see me the next day and, Mm -hmm. like, judge me or look at me differently. Yeah. But, I mean... I got over it pretty quickly. Yeah. It's what I'm passionate about. So why How about be you, afraid? Gianna? Well, um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I, when I used to do, like, when I was younger and I wanted to do shows, like musicals, mostly Disney musicals, I, um, my mom put me in um, The Little Mermaid. Mm. And I got cast as Ursula. And rather than everyone else, like all the other kids, were so scared. They yeah. were like, like some of them were crying. Uh-huh. I was just so excited to go awesome. on for And how old were you? I was five or six. Is that you right? Were, no, I think you were more like eight. But still, <laughs> oh. it was hilarious because the only other person who had ever had that role was an, an adult. Uh-huh. And he was there because they had an adult cast and then a kid's cast. And she came out belting as Ursula. And he said, Whoa, he couldn't. The guy that plays the adult version yeah. was couldn't believe her voice. Yeah. So she's always had a really big voice. Yeah. I have to say, Gianna, just watching you from afar, and of course, I'm very quiet when I'm backstage. Everyone else <laughs> is talking, but I'm just reserved. That's just how I am. But you have such a great presence, an adult presence. I have to remind myself, Thank you. I think you're 16 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's amazing. You know, 16 going on 35. You know, <laughs> you just have a great, I mean, b- the both of you, but, you know, like I just notice uh, these things. Thank you. Now, is it just musicals? I mean, would you guys ever try out for drama or other things that have nothing to do with music? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think both of us, especially, we know that it's so hard to do anything in the arts. And yeah. we focus on not having tunnel vision mm-hmm. and not focusing on just musical theater. Like, we g- we have auditioned for commercials like mm-hmm. film i song right and yeah like we both try to expand anything in the arts and any ability that we can do you shouldn't just limit yourself to musical theater yeah. sure yeah. sure which means you have a repertoire of like let's say monologues which are you know uh comedy Seriously. and drama that sort mm-hmm. of stuff you yeah. do yeah. yeah shakespeare we're in a shakespeare elective uh, class, class right I now know. yeah oh. good good that's fantastic that's fantastic um, you mentioned that you are a songwriter. I'm <laughs> going to play one of your songs, and yeah. it's actually available on the um, the Apple, um, I believe it's Apple Music. Yeah, um, and Spotify, thing. anywhere you can just look it up. Yeah, <laughs> so this is Butterfly, and this is uh, Isabella. She said that I just got a friend. She was everything. Change me, sing about me, just for your dumb face. Didn't mean to change a thing. I made a mistake when I said I'll And that is a snippet of Butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very, very beautiful. Be- Thank beautiful, you. beautiful voice. And you wrote it as well. So when yeah. did you start songwriting? Um, I started songwriting, I want to say, like three years ago. Okay. And kind of just compiling a bunch of other things. And yeah. 
just putting it down. <laughs> no, no, that is fantastic. Thank and, uh, you know, anyone can listen to it both on Spotify and also the Apple Music app. I'll put a link to it as well. Oh, thank you. Uh, how about you? Uh, do you? Do you write or do you, are yeah. you involved in other things? Um, yeah, I do songwrite. I had um, a couple songs that were ready to produce. And then I got a new phone and forgot to back them up. So um, right now I'm just working on um, remembering what I had and then working them to get them to where they were. And then um, mm -hmm. probably ask my friends and Bella for help producing because I'm not very good with the techie yeah. side of it. Well, th yeah, that, that's perfectly fine because there's the artistic, of course, the writing. But then there's, of course, the technical, mm -hmm. which is getting involved with all of the the hardware and the equipment and uh, and then you know getting it online and getting it into the streaming and then there's the marketing as well mm -hmm. but uh you guys are well within you know this is this is the time to to do it i was talking with my dad about how music has changed so much where yeah. you know 20 30 years ago you had to find a producer and you had to get into a music studio and you had to spend so much yeah. money now it is so so easy to yeah. produce and i think it's a wonderful thing mm -hmm. um what was i going to ask i was going to uh, so are you involved in uh, the both of you? So there are different types of musicals. Like, you know, there is Oklahoma, and there's like the old Rodgers and Hammerstein mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there are new musicals, like uh, I think began with Andrew Lloyd Webber. Mm -hmm. and, and now Disney has all of these adaptations, which are now musicals. Yeah. I can't expect the both of you to have the same style or to want to be the same type of musicals. Are, are there... Are there specific things that you want to do in the future? Yeah, I mean, this is perfect. We took a musical theater master class <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so oh, awesome. Yeah, um, but I think I want to be involved in anything I can, of course. Sure. Don't try to limit yourself. Um, but I do like the new age of contemporary musicals because it focuses on vocals yeah. instead of an acting, which is, yeah. I think, really important. And a lot of... Uh, performers in musical theater, I think that's kind of like their weak spot, and I mm. think it's interesting to see that contemporary musicals are now pushing forward for vocals and acting, which mm -hmm. is very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel the same way? Yeah, I'm interested in honestly any musicals that are um, song heavy. Sure. I um, I really enjoy seeing um, choreography and um, big dance numbers or just um, like big musical theater on stage i just i love seeing that so mm -hmm. um yeah i'm really interested in very song heavy shows awesome uh miss caposi i was going to ask you seeing the involved i don't know if you wanted to um and of course as a parent you you probably don't want to push your children a particular way but uh was there a part of you that said gee i kind of wish they got involved into opera or you know maybe the type of music that you are passionate about well <clears throat> when i was studying music the only route that was accessible to me was classical. Yeah. So I feel like what they're doing, passion for the musical theater repertoire, I, I wish that I had that when I was, I was exposed more to that when I was growing up. Sure. So I am, I always encourage them to, um, to continue with the musical theater because it's really the repertoires that we're talking about. Sure. And, um, most kids don't, aren't interested in speaking, singing in Italian and they're not attracted to the repertoire of the classical music. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do believe that they should always um, study the classical technique. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's my thing. I just feel like that's the, it's it's definitely what they were, grew up learning, and that's what they should continue studying. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I think about that when I think about just contemporary musicians or singers. 
wondering how much of the technique they use, like mm -hmm. proper breathing mm -hmm. and even articulating and resonating. That's one of the things that I learned when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. The chest resonators, the mask, and yeah. placing your voices particular yeah. ways. Mm -hmm. Do you guys, of course, you have a wonderful teacher in your mom, mm -hmm. but do you get that from school as well? Um, I think, yeah, we are both involved in choir, and we mm -hmm. sing a lot of classical music, and we grew up learning classical music. Mm -hmm. um, so we do get that a lot, but I think that a lot of young singers and popular singers, they don't use uh, proper technique, and we're in yeah. a band, and we, you know, are surrounded by other bands, sure. and we notice that they are not using proper technique, and it's a little frustrating when you spend most of your life learning about it, and no one's using it. <laughs> it's also dangerous as well, especially yeah. in yeah, belting, and that's sure. why I mentioned that mm -hmm. children should not learn belting, because, you know, your voice, uh, that, um, I forget the, the, the muscle, the the name of the muscle, the vocal muscles, but they're very fragile. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you yeah. force a note, all of a sudden, you know, you can develop polyps and you can lose it mm -hmm. very easily, exactly. yeah. especially with uh, belting. Um, now, you have other siblings. Um, <laughs> how many, uh, you're a family of what? How, how many siblings do you have? Six. We're a family of six. So wow. we have four, four kids. Four kids. Okay. Four Are you the two the only ones involved in music theater? Yeah, or, or, much. or art? Um, well, my younger sister, Lucia, um, she, Hi, Lucia, she used to sing. Yeah, Lucia's in the back there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 um, our younger sister, Lucia, she likes singing. Mm -hmm. um, she was never really attracted to musical theater or shows on stage. Mm -hmm. um, but she did like um, just basic singing. My little brother, Giuseppe, is good at singing. Mm -hmm. I don't think he likes it very much. <laughs> okay. Um, and, yeah, my dad is more of a business guy, not really into any of the Yeah, things. I was going to ask about your dad. So he, uh, what's, what, if anything, can you talk about your husband, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Capozzi? Well, he is not into the arts at all. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the kids definitely fall more in my footsteps. Uh -huh. um, he, he loves Italy. He loves wine. He loves... Like those kinds of things. Sure, um, sure. So I think the girls appreciate that from him. But, um, yeah. you know, he's he's a good dad. <laughs> yeah. And he supports what you guys do. I mean, uh, yeah. I imagine when you guys go to college, um, will you st will this be your path? Yeah, we really want it to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we're talking about that a lot now since Bella's mm -hmm. uh, going into senior year. But, um, yeah. So they – I believe that they should have options. So I think that um, – you know, if they wanted to take a gap year and just really hone their craft with working. Mm -hmm. So um, I always thought it'd be kind of a cool experience to go, like, on a cruise ship and do the shows, mm -hmm. the musical theater shows. And while they're young, I think it might be a, a valuable experience um, before they start college. But yeah. we don't know. We're, we're keeping our options open. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. How many shows have you guys been on? Um, have you guys done so far? Uh. A lot. I yeah. Mean, I think we've well, lost count. Like professional, like main stage? stage? Yeah, that's what I was thinking oh, about. Yeah. Main stage? Yeah. Um, this, this is, I did, um, I think my first was Billy Elliot at Berkeley Playhouse, and then I did Billy Elliot at CCMT. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think this is my third Woman on the Verge. That is awesome. I mean, that is just fantastic, building it at such an early age. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask, and if this is an inappropriate question, then I won't. But we've had a lot of talk, especially with women, about sexual harassment, especially within the within rehearsal space. Mm -hmm. Have you guys had to deal with that or just inappropriateness or, or what have you? I'm hoping the answer is no. No, no, no we no. have not. Yeah. Um, 
I think the main thing we have had to deal with is just um, it doing professional theater with adults and um, being most of the time the youngest on stage. We have, ha- have had to deal with um, maybe just um, like people looking down upon our sure. level of professionalism sure. yeah. because of our age. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's that's most of what we've had to deal with. You mean age prejudice, you think? Yeah. 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 Which is unfortunate. How about you, uh, Isabella? Have you had to deal with that? I mean, no, uh, not sexual harassment, but um, I think age, age prejudice. Yeah, is yeah. Um, and we we were talking in our um, acting class about how mm-hmm. the amount that women and especially young women are written into shows is very little, yeah. and so it's hard to get casted in shows and be in shows. Period. So I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean because they're they look older than teenagers. Sure. But they look older than children, but they're not they're still considered children because they're below the age of 18. Yeah. So for many years when I told them to s- that I couldn't pay any more for them to be in cast in a show. Yeah. Like um children. you know like children's theater. Um a couple years ago I told them that I'm done paying for them to be cast in a show. So I said I'll pay for training, but I won't pay for you to be in a show. So they spent so many years auditioning for main stage productions and not getting in. Mm-hmm. And they were begging me to get to pay for them to be in a show. And I said, no, no, you got to stick through it. So they, now they are getting consistently cast, but this is the first show that they were cast as adults. And so I'm super proud of them because even though it's a small role, that I'm so proud that they're on that level. And I think it's, I think it's primarily because of their strong um, technique and their voice and their voices and the training that they've had. No, I, I totally believe it. I, you know, I would not think at all that, you know, you guys were sort of, you know, grandfathered in or grandmothered in or just, you know, it's like, well, you know, let's, let's do you a favor. I think you guys have earned it. I think you really, really have. Thank you. I mean, I pay attention to like getting off book and knowing you're blocking and, uh, you know, just inappropriate things like, you know, not, like not showing up or showing up late or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you guys have never done that at all. You guys have been really, really on top of it, which is very, very cool. I want, I'm always interested in technique as far as acting. Like when I was in high school, I went to an arts high school, Duke Ellington mm-hmm. School of the awesome. Arts. Yeah, and uh, we, you know, they gave us some really heavy stuff like Respect for Acting by Uda Hagen. Oh, really? And, yeah, and yeah, Acting yeah. Pairs, Stanislavski. Yep. <laughs> you guys are getting that too? Yeah, we are so fortunate to be a part of Young Up for five, five years? years. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they are, it's structured as a college conservatory. So okay. it's very, very strict. And the teachers are professional actors and professors at yeah. colleges. Yeah. So we are very, very fortunate in our training yeah. because we are so well versed and it's just such good training. Yeah. Cool. Um, is it, is it, you know, are there things that you have been taught that are a little too like, wow, I I don't really get that right now. Like, um, like beats, I was always tripped up by beats. Like, you know, like what does that line mean Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff Are you know, how much of it are you getting or how much are you, are you not getting? I guess I'll ask you, Gianna. Um, Shakespeare has always been, um, such a hard concept to grasp for me. And so um, going into my fifth year, um, the teachers and just, like, leaders of Young Rep knew that I was definitely not a fan of Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, okay, then you are taking the Shakespeare class, and we're going to show you how you can handle this. And so um, this was clearly just our first week, so I haven't completely understood Shakespeare Mm -hmm. in one week. But um, just seeing um, how – interested and passionate the teachers are about Mm -hmm. Shakespeare and just 
um, like his work in general really showed me um, how I can use him as a tool rather than just a, oh, Shakespeare. Sure. Um, but, yeah, that's still something I definitely have to understand and yeah. lo- work on. And luckily a lot of local th- Shakespeare companies are are interpreting Shakespeare in a modern setting. Yeah. Like I see, like I saw a couple of months ago, Olivia's Kitchen, which took Twelfth Night and put it in a post-World War II setting wow. so or cool. in and doing these things. And a lot of companies mm-hmm. are doing that, so that's cool. Yeah. Ms. Capozzi, I was mm-hmm. going to ask you, do you have any worries about uh, your daughters, you know, being involved in theater and sort of letting go and letting the directors, you know, do, do you, I don't know, are there worries in your mind about, I don't know, just anything? Um, I mean, I definitely feel that um, I'm not sure how long the career is going to be for them. I mean, because I saw even with myself being a singer and studying music, but then not really becoming a performer. So, and then it kind of just dead ended for me until recently where like in the past 10 years where I picked it up because of my kids again. Sure. But so as far as them, I, I, I'm not, I I don't know like how useful a theater degree is going to be. And then what are they going to do with it? So um, that's why I kind of feel like, do it now while they're young and then maybe then go back into education and see like maybe choosing a different field. I'm not sure because that's the only concern I have is that um, I'm not sure how useful a theater degree is going to be in real life um, and making money unless they decide to teach or something. Yeah. You know, we had Keaton Wilkerson on Mm -hmm. and Keaton does just an amazing job on stage uh, as the taxi driver in, um, in women on the verge. And he talked about how his parents just said the exact same things. Like, listen, get it out of your system now. You know, take all of the, you know, the trainings or whatever, and this is your your path. But, you know, when you get out of school, you're going to have to figure out how to, you know, make the money. And, yeah. you know, he's doing, he's teaching, and mm-hmm. he's, so far, he's he's making it. So I'm assuming you guys will do the same thing. Um, what about the future? Where do you see yourself when you close your eyes? Where do you see yourself in five years? Maybe it's theater. Maybe it's doing the actual, you know, like, um... I don't know, R&B or whatever, like out of the next Rihanna or <laughs> or Taylor Swift or something like mm-hmm, that, yeah. or maybe Broadway or maybe Hollywood. Wh- where do you see yourself when you close your eyes? Um, I would say that, like, best case scenario, which is, like, very hard, almost impossible, honestly, is um, Broadway sounds amazing. Sure. Um, but I think to get there in um, as I'm starting off, I would need to find a way to um, work on my passion, do theater, um, be singing, be acting, but also make the money. Sure. And, um, yeah, I think to get there, I could be working in something that I like doing and mm-hmm. then be doing shows at night. And I think that would be I, – I, that sounds pretty nice to me. How about you? Um, yeah, I definitely – of course, I'm my passion lies mainly in musical theater and mm-hmm. shows. Um, but I definitely don't want to – just limit myself to musical theater mm-hmm. like I I audition for modeling I audition for commercials I audition for anything that is in my realm mm-hmm. and I try to do anything in the arts that will you know get me sure. work so yeah. I think anything in the arts yeah do you guys ever do uh, YouTube uh, people have YouTube channels do you do that yeah I need to get mine fixed it's a little outdated but I will you know try to revamp it you know yeah. Yeah. do people still do that YouTube 
Yeah. Has yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotten old school yet? I have, yeah. a good, I have a good friend of mine, Fortunato Yabut, who is a, a Philippine singer and actor. And uh, I wrote a musical, uh, Nia, and he was in it. Wow. And he has a, a YouTube channel. He, he's into video games, but he's also promoting his own singing. He has an incredible mm-hmm. vocal range. But he's doing that. So That's I'm always awesome. interested in how, what the younger generation, how they're using social media. Uh, to advance themselves. Yeah. Well, so that might be something that you guys can look into mm-hmm. is actually doing writing musicals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cool. we, we tried to last yeah. year. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a theater company, the Musical Cafe, and they're always looking for young, budding um, musical writers, yeah. uh, no matter cool. what uh, development it's in. Mm-hmm. And you can always recruit, uh, you know, actors, <laughs> and and they have a, a you know pianist, and, the, you know, they'll take 20-minute snippets of it, and uh, because I hadn't thought about musicals at all, but I was a I was a songwriter for my dad's group, oh, that's and so I was like cool. I was like, wow, I got a couple of songs. Let me just stitch a couple of scenes to tie the songs together, yeah. and we did it, and we had a wonderful time. And that's you guys amazing. can do that. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. look into that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the cool thing about theater. We c- it's not just the shows that we do, but collaborating, mm-hmm. meeting interesting people. And connecting and saying, hey, let's do this next time or, you know, let's work on something in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing it back to Women on the Verge, how is it working with the actors and actresses and communicating and collaborating with people? Have you, are you having guys having a wonderful time? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that um, everyone in the cast has been so kind and treated us like like people rather yeah. than children. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think going into a show like – at we would all know that you don't know what to expect mm-hmm. as far as um, the cast and um, how close you'll get with them, how the actors are, what bond sort of bond you're going to have. And so it's kind of scary going to something like that, just um, not knowing anything. But, um, yeah, just, like, really going into it, I think that everyone's been very kind. Yeah. Isabella, when you first uh, was cast, I guess the first day of rehearsal, I mean, were you intimidated uh, or what what were your expectations? I expected, honestly, there to be more teenagers. This is the first show where it's been two teenagers and then all adults. That is the first show that I've ever been in where it's been like that. Yeah. Um, I was kind of excited because I've never experienced that. And I think it's, it was definitely something to experience and it gave me so much exposure and like just a great time because I was interacting with adults and doing theater and Mm -hmm. incredible. Yeah. One thing I want to ask, um, now are your peers, your high school peers, are they doing the same thing that you're doing or are you guys the anomaly? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think there's like maybe one or two people that okay. do young rep with us, not even go to our school who have done professional theater. Yeah. But we are the only people we know who do professional theater. Right on. Yeah. Most people just pay to be in shows. Well, I mean, you guys should inspire, I think would inspire your other high school uh, classmates yeah. to do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And I'm sure your teachers, I mean, I'm sure your teachers are like, wow, you guys are in a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our teacher, Miss Cousins, or our drama teacher at yeah. Maramani, our high school, yeah. she she did professional theater, and mm-hmm. she did center rep and CCMT, like the same companies that are still around that we are working with. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, I see myself in you guys because you've awesome. been doing it. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fa- that's just fantastic. Um, well, I think we're going to wrap it up. I think, uh, you know, it's been fantastic. I will promote uh, once again. And also, I want to let me bring up my computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. 
uh, because I wanted to, you guys have been, every time that we end the show, you guys have done a wonderful job in promoting Town Hall Theater's yes. 75th anniversary and the tribute to giving, and I might as well do the same thing. Um, there are wonderful ways, and one of the things, that the fantastic thing about Town Hall Theater, not only does it produce theater, but it also develops talent. They have a program, mm-hmm. I think, Lindsay Smeltzer and also um, Madison. Yeah. I wish I knew Madison's last name. Um, but in any case, they teach the kids uh, at the town hall how to be budding, you know, singers and mm-hmm. b- teaching them theater and mm-hmm. musicals and all that sort of stuff. And it's a wonderful program. It's a wonderful summer program for the kids. Yeah. And huh, you got, is that right? Yeah, like, I want to say like five years ago. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did Madison teach you guys? No. no she's at the she's t- new, I think. Yeah, Madison's new. At the time, it was Joel Roster, who I think is has his own company now. Okay. He used to be the artistic director at Berkeley Playhouse for yeah. a while. Um, he was our Ginny, teacher. Ginny. Ginny. Yeah, Ginny. Ginny. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, but it's fantastic. As so, I think that uh, anyone who is looking to to contribute to community theater, mm-hmm. to community to the community period, I think that, you know the city of Lafayette is very, very uh, fortunate to have town hall theater. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not too late to uh, to contribute and to be a part of community theater. If you have the type of money, you can sponsor a show. It's starting at a thousand dollars. You, your family, or your business can be billed as a sponsor of a main stage show. And the money would be, you know, greatly appreciated to to help pay for the directors and to pay for the um, the actors and the musicians involved. Uh, they can de- they can certainly, you know, uh, use it. Um, but if you don't have the money, I can understand that you can be a sustaining member. I think the monthly what is the monthly um, twenty five dollars twenty five dollars a month. And uh, the third thing is planning a legacy, whether uh, that means leaving money in your will or trust <laughs> to Town Hall Theater or making a retirement plan or an insurance policy designation. Your, sp- your support means your community will contribute to be enriched by the experience of quality live theater. I think you guys do a better job of it than, than I do. <laughs> but, uh, no, Town Hall Theater, I can see the kids and, you know, coming from – a difficult childhood and a difficult, you know, environment. Theater has been a wonderful, sustaining thing in my life, and I've yeah. seen a lot yeah. of other kids' kids' lives. So I think um, it's a wonderful thing. Yes. Um, there are usually we do uh, birthday shout-outs. Uh, mm-hmm. So let me uh, pull up my Facebook post, mm-hmm. and that's something that we do every um, for every episode of the Yay. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of. Uh, Come on now. Let's see. Um, there's a wonderful actress, Ricky Justers, uh, who also is a teacher, and she teaches at the uh, Douglas Morrison Theater. Oh. Her birthday is Friday, um, was yesterday, Friday the 21st. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ah, my dance teacher, Karen Daniels. This was when I was at Ellington. Her birthday is tomorrow. It's Sunday the 23rd, so I want to wish Karen Daniels a happy birthday. Uh, let's see. Arthur Taylor, his birthday is Wednesday the 26th. Uh, he was someone who graduated with me at Duke Ellington. Uh, he is a wonderful dancer and singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Jennings, who was talking about the, uh, the, the musical cafe. He runs the musical cafe mm. and he is the musical director there. So that's, uh, once again, if you guys write a musical, that's the person that you want to contact. Yeah. And, uh, so his birthday is Thursday the 27th. On Friday, a fantastic black actor, Kari Moy, uh, he uh, was on stage with me. We did uh, the Town Hall Theater's 
the Civil War Christmas. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he is an amazing actor coming out of New York. And his birthday is on Friday, along with Craig Souza. Craig Souza is a actor and director. And he is doing, uh, this week, uh, he's directing at the Exit Theater. They're doing the Twilight Zone. They do a Twilight Zone marathon yeah. where they do parodies of the Twilight Zone mm-hmm. on stage. Yeah. And so uh, he is he's directing that. Also, Leslie Wagner, her birthday is also on uh, Friday the 28th. And she's been busy at the uh, the Ray of Light Theater. That's a fantastic company that you two should be involved in. Mm. Have you heard of the Ray of Light, no, Ms. Capozzi? They are a company that deal with musicals, and they work out of the Victorian Theater, which is on 12, 16th and Mission. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, he just he won a Tony a couple of years ago. Um, James Eigelhart. Uh, I worked with him oh, at, wow. at Ray of Light Theater before he went to Broadway. Yeah. So it's a wonderful springing board yeah. to yeah. Uh, to move on That's to amazing. other yeah, things. So you guys should do that. Yeah, <laughs> Ray of Light. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll give you the the whole connections and all that stuff. Thank and you. they they always do fantastic musicals. And that is it. And there are some shows that are going on, as well as tonight is our last night for Women on the Verge of a Nervous yes. Breakdown. So if you can come out and uh, support us, that mm-hmm. would be wonderful. Uh, that's at, I'll have the link there. Um, also, Midsummer Night's Dream is uh, running out of B8 Theater. And uh, a good friend of mine, Terrence Smith, who also was uh, at Town Hall Theater, we did Civil War Christmas together. That is running until next week, June the 29th. Also, I mentioned the uh, the Darkroom Theater. They're doing the Twilight Zone parody series. Mm-hmm. That is running until the 29th. Uh, a good friend of mine, Scott Munson, who's also been on the show, The Yay, he has written a parody piece for it. Uh, Craig Souza, I mentioned him. He dire- he's directing it. Also, Shannon Malden, um, she was also at the Town Hall Theater. She did Civil War Christmas with me. Uh, she's involved in the show. So, yeah, the Darkroom Theater. Also, uh, once again, speaking of Shakespeare, Plethos Productions, uh, they're doing Shakespeare Abridged. Uh, oh. That will be um, at the um, – oh, shucks um, – That'll be at uh, Castro Valley. I'll have a link to it. Um, and Plethos is wonderful. Uh, I wrote a, a play, a, uh, a drama called Foreman in Paris, which deals with uh, deals with civil rights and and um, Richard Wright and uh, James Baldwin. And Plethos produced it, and uh, they're incredible. fantastic. Yeah. So if you guys have written anything, and let's say you know the musical cafe doesn't want to do anything mm-hmm. with it, Plethos is always looking for young talent, young writers, young singers, young actors. And that'll be a fantastic place to uh, yeah. to 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 get your work done. Thank Small you. town space. That's the the space where they they uh, do this stuff mm-hmm. in Castro Valley. And last but not least, uh, sh- and Shakespeare Bridge, I should say, it's closest tonight. So mm-hmm. if you don't get to see Women on the Verge, you can see uh, Shakespeare Bridge. Mm-hmm. The last thing is Hairspray. Yeah. So we have two actors. Um, we have Stephen McLeod and. Um, Oh, the older at Paul. Thank you. Paul (laughs) Paul Plain. They are rehearsing and they will be uh, doing Hairspray. That's done by Bay Area Musicals from July the 4th to August 11th. Mm -hmm. And that will be at the Victorian Theater where Ray of Light uh, runs their uh, musicals at. Uh, So and we'll have links for that as well. So, the Kaposis, did you guys enjoy the, uh, doing yes. this? Yes. This is so <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's great to have the family here. And um, 
your, your younger sister's <laughs> been so patient. Uh, you know, <laughs> when you do your show, we, I'll have you on as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to have a family. I always think that the arts is a thing to bring the family together. Yeah, you know, yes. I know it's true for my family, the Clay yeah. family, mm-hmm. and it's true for the Kaposis. It's mm-hmm. wonderful to have a cohesive family and uh, the music and the arts bringing you guys together. All right, well, here is my blurb. Uh, Of course, you're listening to this already, but you can tell your friends. You can listen to the Yay on the Apple Podcast app on all iPhones and iPads, really any app that you listen to uh, your podcast. You can find uh, us. If you are an old stogie like me and you listen to your podcast on a laptop or a desktop, I know a lot of millennials don't even use a laptop or a desktop. Everything is on the phone. But I like my computers. But you can listen to the Yay on iTunes. Just click on iTunes, click on Store, use the search engine on the upper right-hand side, and you can search for the Yay, you'll find us. For Android users, you can download the SoundCloud app or just go on SoundCloud.com and you can find us. The Yay was created by theater people for theater people. If you have a show you want to advertise or if you just want to advertise yourself, let us know. Hit, hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. You can find me at Red Space Clay. You can find Norman at Hoosier Hoosier. I'm sure you ladies use uh, Snapchat and Instagram. <laughs> yeah. What are your What are your uh, Twitter? What are your feeds? What, what are you What are your My Instagram feed is Isabella Capozzi, no spaces. C A P O Z Z I. How about you? My Instagram is Gianna underscore underscore Capozzi, or my theater account is Gianna Doc Capozzi. Yeah, my theater account is Isabella. Period. Fantastic. (laughs) So for any of you who are listening, who are looking for new talent, you can hit up Gianna or Isabella. And um, if they are available, if you're not, if they're 